0: You may remember, uh, towards the end of last year, um, we got a note from Associate Professor Raewyn Campbell uh, at the RPA in Sydney, an ear, nose and throat surgeon, um, about a patient that she wanted to try and help from the Solomon Islands, Ronnie. She'd been approached by uh, a doctor in the Solomon Islands, uh, and Ronnie had a rather specific and life-threatening condition, only a young boy that would impact on him um, and end in tragic circumstances so she simply wrote to me looking for a bit of help so um, she had lobbied rpa i then lobbied the health minister ryan park so very quickly the rpa said yes we'll make the theater available the staff will be available of course uh raywin campbell and her team of surgeons would be readily available, then we had to get Ronnie, and at the time his mum, to Australia. So I made a point of ringing, or in fact first instance, emailing the incoming CEO of Qantas, and Vanessa came back to me very promptly and said, whatever you need, we'll give to you. Uh, We'll get Ronnie here. So that was that problem solved. Then we found out that we needed certain visas, so I then spoke to the immigration minister And uh, he said, look, it's in the system. We'll see what we can do to expedite it. I said, he's not coming to live here or work here. He's coming here for surgery. And uh, the immigration minister very quickly turned things around. So it was set. Then there was a bit of a problem because his mum was unable to attend. So his auntie accompanied him, and I think she may be a registered nurse, so that was even better. And then last time I spoke to Associate Professor Campbell, she told me that the chief medical officer of Aquatis had intervened as well to make sure the trip from the Solomon Islands to Brisbane, then to Sydney, would be as comfortable as possible for this young man. Well, I'm very happy to report then Raywin Campbell contacted me last week to say the first stage of the operation has been completed. It was a lengthy surgery. Stage two will follow. And uh, Associate Professor Campbell's back on the line right now. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Ray, and congratulations on your Country Music Capital Award.
0: Thank you very much. It's very kind of you, but congratulations to you and your colleagues. Now, I'm just, my memory sometimes fades me, Raywan. Did you tell me that it was a 14 hour surgery, the first instance? Is that what you said?
1: That's correct. Yeah, it was uh, 14 hours, but um, he's done brilliantly.
0: Was there a backup surgery after that, or was that the, the final surgery, the 14 hour stitch? <laughs>
1: No, there was a small procedure the day before. Uh, So I, um, when you expedited his or helped to expedite his travel, that was actually life-saving because this tumor had doubled in size in the period between when they contacted me and when he arrived. Um, Ronnie's eyesight was being affected, and he was struggling to breathe. So we actually did a small procedure to put a tube in his throat called a tracheostomy to help him breathe. Right. Then he went to have the 14-hour procedure, which removed about 97% of the tumour. And he has a, a one final operation this Wednesday with my neurosurgical colleagues to get the last little 3% that goes uh, in towards his brain.
0: 14 hours. Now, that's you and a group of other people in the theatre. Correct. I mean, it's, it's not coffee break time or <laughs> okay. it's just start and finish. <laughs>
1: Just keep going? Yeah. Is that how it is? Well, no, I, like there were times where um, my colleague, uh, Dr. Hubert Lowe, he uh, helped with the surgery, and when he scrubbed in, I was able to go out and have a coffee and a break. Uh, you, you can't really keep going for 14 hours without a break. It's not good for anybody. So, no, no I, I did have two breaks during that time, um, and uh, he, he went brilliantly. He looked absolutely fantastic.
0: So... There's one little thing still to happen, 3% uh, remains. But from what you just said, and excuse my ignorance as to you know, the the way it should be treated, but this was becoming life-threatening as opposed to something that was a little less serious before he arrived in Australia. Is that a good way of putting it? Uh,
1: absolutely. I, look, it's hard to estimate, but I dare say Ronnie would have had maybe three to six months before this actually did become life-threatening And
0: take his life. Yeah. Well, God bless you and your colleagues um, for doing it and all the anaesthetists and theatre nurses and everyone else involved, and RPA and all the other people, Ryan Park who got involved and Vanessa Hudson who got involved and Andrew Joles who got the visas through and everything else like that. Now, when you spoke to me last, you were talking about how small he was by comparison with one of your own children, I think.
1: That's right. Yeah, so... Ronnie weighed less than my nine-now-ten-year-old. But in the week uh, before his surgery where he had arrived and was Mm. getting all the medical help he needed, he actually gained about five kilos, which is a real testament to the team at RPA, um, Mm. and got so much more healthy. And um, even though the surgery was incredibly difficult and our anaesthetic colleagues were just unbelievable, Mm. he, he did really well. And, you know, considering how unwell he was and he had a 14-hour surgery, he looks incredible. He was sitting out and was able to go outside yesterday and get a bit of sunlight. Mm. And just the fact that he could go through that and be doing this just yesterday is just incredible.
0: When you first saw him when he came in to Sydney via Brisbane, um, I guess you've, you, you've seen what the problem is going to be and what you've got to deal with. Was it even more severe at that particular stage than you envisaged when you first took this job on?
1: it was it, to be honest it was actually quite confronting to see mm. a teenager that unwell that underweight mm. and when we did the imaging the because the solomons only got a ct scanner last year so they have to be very careful with its use
0: mm. but
1: when he got here we did a ct and an mri and it was mm. it was a, quite a shock to see how much this tumor had grown in such a short mm. period of time it had taken on quite an aggressive growth phase so we, we really went into action, lots of planning, et cetera, et cetera. But it was quite confronting, yes. Mm. Well,
0: you're fantastic. You and your team. Um wish I could name every one of them that was in theatre on that that two day period, but um you've just you've saved a life. And, and I guess, um, you and your colleagues do it, you know, most days of the week you're saving someone's life, but uh, to do this for a young boy facing the most dire consequences in his native Solomon Islands. It's just a, a wonderful achievement by you and your colleagues. Fantastic. Congratulations.
1: Thank you very much. I really appreciate all the support you've given, and he's doing brilliantly, and Ronnie is also really grateful. Thank you.
0: Okay. Well, you know the deal now. We know each other. You need help. <laughs> I'm <Absolutely>. here.
1: <laughs> you've got my number.
0: <laughs> you've got mine. I, I can't promise <laughs> that I will always get the same result, but I'll tell you what we'll do. <laughs> we'll die trying.
1: That's <laughs> brilliant. I'll take it.
0: Okay. Thank you very much, Raymond. All the best to you.